What? Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry, guys. I fell asleep. I was watching that uh, Broncos Colts game again. He is someone to watch. I'm right here, right now. And that is interesting. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's a pick. That's oh a my pick. goodness. Let's hear it. I'm excited to hear this. I'm excited. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Welcome back. This is episode 19, and today we are getting into our starts and sits. I am super excited for this one. We are coming off a really strong week of picks, and hopefully these ones work out just as well. Uh, quick self-promo here. I'm going to try to stream sometime this weekend as well. Uh, so hopefully if you're interested in dropping into a stream, talking some fantasy football, I'll be doing some q and I'll be playing some video games. Uh, we usually have a pretty good time over there. And the link will be in the bio. Uh, so I think we'll play some Overwatch 2 this Saturday night. So that should be really fun. Um, without further ado, though, let's get into the week six starts and sits. Uh, we'll start with our sits, as we always do. First up, we've got Gabe Davis. The first start of the week, wide receiver. He's coming off a really great game. And we talked about him a bit in Tuesday's episode. Gabe Davis is the Bills' go-to guy on deep shots, and the Kansas City defense is definitely vulnerable in that area. They gave up two big ones to Devontae Adams last week, and they are sixth worst in the league in terms of points allowed to wide receivers. Gabe Davis should be able to get some opportunities going deep in what will likely be a super crazy fun shootout, uh, 325 on Sunday. Do not miss this one. Uh, that's 325 Central time for my East Coast and West Coast friends. Uh, Davis and his partner in crime, Stephon Diggs, they are absolute must-starts in this one. Uh, Josh Allen should be going bombs away all night long. Uh, should be super fun to watch, like I said. This next start, this might seem crazy, but you got to bear with me here. Daniel Jones has been quietly good this season, uh, both in terms of fantasy and in terms of putting up dubs in the right column for the Giants. Uh, if you've been disappointed by your QB1 to this point this season and you have Jones on your bench, this is the week to play him. You've got to believe me. He's got a great matchup against the Ravens this week. They've been bombed on all year long this season. Uh, he's got a stellar rushing floor as well. And the Giants are going to need everything he's got to keep up with Lamar and the Ravens. The Ravens are really good, but the Giants do have a chance this week. But they're going to need a great game from Daniel Jones. I can absolutely see it happening. I can totally see him going off. But this is definitely my riskiest bet of the week. But I'm totally feeling it. Danny Dimes is going to bring us home. He's going to bring us a great game. Ride with me this week. If you really trust me, you will start Daniel Jones. I, I know who my true believers are. Our next start comes to us courtesy of the injury-rattled Miami Dolphins. They're missing their top two quarterbacks this week, and they are rolling out seventh-round rookie Skylar Thompson. And to be honest with you, I am stunned that this man, Skylar Thompson, keeps coming up on my podcast, uh, given my personal history with him. If you are a new listener or you just don't remember, he dismantled my high school football team in the state championship my freshman year, and then... Multiple times he upset my college, the University of Oklahoma, uh, during his time at Kansas State as the starting quarterback. He's uh, pretty high on the record books for them in pretty much every category. Now Skyler has moved on from torturing me. Uh, he is ready to make his NFL starting debut. And while far be it from me to disrespect Skyler, uh, I've learned that lesson three too many times. 
but I feel the Dolphins will look to run the ball a lot this week, uh, which brings us to Raheem Moster, who's been very effective for the Dolphins this year and gets a very favorable matchup against Minnesota. Uh, Vikings are far from league leaders in rushing defense, and the Dolphins are absolutely going to need to exploit that weakness and establish the line of scrimmage early and often if they want to make life easy on their rookie quarterback, Skylar Thompson. Skylar excels in kind of an option offense, so I do see them looking to go to that. A lot of RPOs. Raheem Mostert will be getting the ball a lot this week. He should be a safe start this week based on his touch count alone, but one or two trips to the end zone are certainly within the realm of possibility and would put him over the edge as an absolute great, great pick. Uh, last start of the week, we have a tight end who has a very favorable matchup, and we successfully exploited this matchup last week when my boy Alec picked Dallas Goddard to have a great game, and he did so against this very soft Cardinals defense. They just don't do a great job against tight ends, and this week they're facing Geno Smith and the Seahawks, and we've talked about this before, but Geno loves to target his tight ends. They're a huge factor in that offense, and this week Will Disley is the guy you need to start. He's been the most consistent as a receiver. He's got great talent. He's got great history beyond just with Geno Smith. He's been great with Russell Wilson before. He looks phenomenal this season. He absolutely has a lot of touchdown upside this week against the Arizona Cardinals. Let's get into the sits here, and this first one definitely stings a bit, uh, given he was a start that I missed on a few weeks ago, but Tyler Conklin just is not delivering the same level of play with Zach Wilson. His target share has fallen to just three targets a game versus over seven a game when Joe Flacco was the starting quarterback, and granted, that's only a two-game sample size, but this definitely isn't the week to bet on him getting right. The Packers have contained tight ends this season, and the Jets will likely try to win this one through their talented receivers and backs. Enter Brees Hall, enter Garrett Wilson, enter Michael Carter, enter Corey Davis. These are the guys you want to be starting from the Jets offense this week if you are starting Jets players this week. Speaking of talented backs, this one is a sit this week despite a pretty solid matchup in the reason is Devin Singletary just hasn't gotten the volume as a rusher in that Bills offense, and he just lacks the ability to contribute significantly as receiver. Or if he does have the ability, he hasn't shown it yet. Uh, and that makes it tough to start him this week against Kansas City, because like we said earlier, the Bills are going to be bombs away all afternoon long uh, at GEHA Field in Kansas City. <laughs> that name makes me laugh. So I just don't think this is the week to try Singletary. Uh, until he can prove that he is a consistent part of this Buffalo passing attack, he has to be a sit in their more difficult matchups. This next sit is a big gamble, uh, and I know a lot of y'all will go ahead and start him anyway, uh, but this is one of those situations that I talked about earlier, where if you've got Daniel Jones on your bench and this guy is your starting quarterback, maybe think about making a switch this week. It's not because he's been disappointing, but Justin Herbert faces off against a Broncos defense that has got to be steamed, steaming hot at Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett. They have been phenomenal through the first five weeks of the season. They're third overall in yards per game allowed and first in yards allowed to the pass. Bradley Chubb has been great, and Baron Browning from Ohio State has been a complete revelation uh, now that Randy Gregory is out. The Chargers might win this one anyway. They do have enough talent to do that. But don't be surprised if this is another low-scoring punt fest because the Broncos' defense is absolutely legit. They're perfectly capable of holding down Justin Herbert in the passing game, blitzing the heck out of him, making life really, really difficult. 
This last sit is a player who I like a lot and just came back from an injury, but he faces a very tough matchup against one of the league's best corners this week. Michael Gallup will square off with Darius Slay, and it should make him null and void this week. Gallup is very talented, but Slay has just been phenomenal since joining the Eagles, and he should be able to limit Gallup. Uh, especially since the Cooper Rush Cowboys aren't exactly an air raid offense, so I don't think this is the week to start Gallup. He has had a really nice connection with C.D. Lamb, but they're just not throwing the ball enough for him to, for any of the Cowboys receivers to really be fantasy starts. Dalton Schultz is getting no volume at all whatsoever at tight end. He is a must avoid. Uh, I made the mistake of starting him last week, thinking that there was a chance he would be a safety valve for Cooper Rush. Absolutely not the case. He is just getting no targets. You cannot start him until Dak Prescott is back in that offense. I Those two just have a special connection, it seems. Anyway, uh, I know this was a shorter episode, but thanks for listening, guys. I hope to see you on Twitch on Saturday for last-minute lineup questions and more fun. I'll be making TikToks later this week, uh, probably one coming out today, maybe one on Friday, another one on Saturday. Take care, win your matchup. Uh, have a great weekend, guys. I am out of here. He is someone to watch. I'm right here, right now. And that is interesting. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's that's oh my pick. goodness. Let's do it. I'm excited to hear this. I'm excited. Now, let's go ahead and get into it.